Hello and welcome back to Vibes Weekly episodes 18. We're here again with King, Hob, Ron and Candid. How are you guys doing this week? All good in the hood, yeah? Getting it ready? Getting it ready? You know what I mean? Well, listen, I don't know what we're getting ready, but we're just getting it ready. (laughs) I have no clue what's going on here. But anyway, so... This, you know, last week was a great conversation, but this week there's been some bits in the news, you know, that have been over the last couple of weeks that has quite intrigued me. And I think the one thing I'm going to start off with this week is that, um, you know, GameStop. Now, that was a massive, massive part of, you know, shareholding and all that stuff. And, you know, it came to the point where it actually, you know, there was people basically screwing over the head funders, hedge funders. Um I mean, before I continue any further, let's hear a news outlet and then we'll take it from there. Story you could not avoid this week and maybe the one you couldn't quite understand either. You're not alone. GameStop, a struggling video game retailer, suddenly became the most talked about stock on Wall Street as amateur online traders who organized on the platform Reddit bought up shares and sent the price through the roof in a tug of war with major hedge funds that lost billions of dollars. So how exactly did it happen? Why did it happen? And what does it tell us about the economy? NBC business and technology correspondent Jolene Kent has our Sunday focus. In the span of just one week, GameStop has gone from a struggling video game retailer closing a thousand stores in this pandemic to the center of a Wall Street revolution. GameStop uh, shares right now I mean, I can't, I, I, I don't even know what to say. It's about 131%. It all began last year when individual investors on Reddit started noticing elite hedge funds like Melvin Capital were shorting GameStop stock, meaning they were betting on the shares losing value. They made a bet and we called the bluff. Bradley Lewis is one of scores of recreational investors who went the other way, purchasing 62 shares of GameStop two weeks ago using the popular fee-free trading app Robinhood. Why'd you get into GameStop to begin with? The short answer is, of course, the Reddit thread, Wall Street Bets. I had money just sitting in my bank account and I wasn't able to go do anything. Over the course of the summer, I saw my friends one time. That Reddit-driven buying frenzy caused what's called a short squeeze, forcing those Wall Street giants to lose billions. Lewis, meanwhile, has profited $10,000. Others claim to have made millions. I mean... That's crazy in everything that we heard. So, I mean, Harv, you know a little bit more about this because you were talking about it with me uh, separately. I mean, Harv, could you shine some light on this GameStop and what exactly happened? Yeah, I mean, the reason why it's so big in the news is because the big guys lost so much money. They lost billions. And they were asking for, basically, for the trades to be investigated. Now, these are the kind of trades these big guys do all the time. And they, in some cases, can make companies go bankrupt by making the share prices drop all the time. And, you know, GameStop, GameStop was on the verge of bankruptcy during this whole last year when they were making, they were selling the stock, driving the price down next to nothing. Because of these, obviously, their online followers and these guys on Reddit, they went the other way, but they had such a huge backing behind them that they beat Wall Street on this occasion. Well, I think that's kind of something that, you know, well, it's kind of is, even though they use the Robin Hood app, it's kind of like being Robin Hood because they basically screwed over the big boys, right? Well, Robin Hood, the app is um, going through some shit I mean, right now. They're, they're going through some well, shit because I, yeah. I know for the fact that they basically closed people from buying. Yeah, so they, they're working with the big guys as well, Robin Hood. Yeah, I think that's why their app's getting really tarnished at the moment because yeah. a lot of people are saying is that they basically decided to side with the hedge funds and, you know, completely stop people limit, from yeah, using it. Limit the losses and that they're making. It's, it's an open market, so there's no reason yeah. why that people can't do this it's you know everyone else can do it so why did they stop other people but it's only because they played the same game against them right yeah and that's what it came down to they they were asking for like the government authorities to investigate it and stuff and i'm just thinking how much dodgy shit have these guys done over the years and haven't said a word do you know what i mean like it's true but it's 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 sometimes 
a little i don't know what's the words here i mean it's like it's a little bit um enlightening in the sense because that people are now learning about this they're basically getting to a point where they now can screw over you know big players and they're basically saying that if i can do it you guys can do it so it's yeah. making more so, it's, i think it's making more it's made more people more aware that they can actually make money out of but the this stock. is where you have to be careful as well because if you start messing with these men's money they'll probably just end up saying, oh, you have to have a license to trade or something like that. And it's yeah. going to be really difficult to get a license because they can't have the public go against all these hedge funders. But then the market's been open. There's yeah, it's been always open been open to everybody. But if these, if this is a continued pattern now, like last, just after the GameStop thing, and there's another company, AMC, the, the yeah, cinema yeah. company, yeah. that similar thing happened to that just after GameStop. And now something's happening very similar with Silver, same sort of Reddit blogs are pushing silver when the big guys were selling off silver. So you're going to start seeing it a lot more and then they're probably going to start bringing in more regulations. But how can they? Like, a, go on, Ron, go on. Sorry, this is, a, this is sort of trying to stop the big guys just making... I don't know. It's, they're making money, but it's like no one, no one knew how much, how, like, through these stocks, how much money they make of betting against this stock. And I think people just sort of like had enough of it. It's like, fuck it. Like, we have to yeah, stop because, these guys from doing it because it's getting yeah. ridiculous. And how can you be driving, betting on, on someone's stock going down so you profit of them losing everything? You know, it's just, yeah, I mean, that's the, these guys basically control the, your company. They can control yeah. whether your company goes bust or not because if a million of them share shares get sold, it's going to drive the price down really, really badly. And then obviously that company then is going to be next worth next to nothing. And like GameStop had to close loads of stores, but obviously now GameStop are looking okay, you know. Well, that's because obviously what's happened. But I mean, Candid and King, what's your uh, thoughts of this, or do you know too much about what's my thoughts? Yeah, you want to hear my thoughts? Yeah, we always do, mate. It's fucking funny. That's what it is. Laugh. You know what? It's, it's, it suits these fucking corporations, man. To be honest, like they it's playing them at their own game. So yeah, to be honest, that's my thoughts on it. I think I personally find it funny, but because um, I just think that these people, you know, they're getting a taste. They're so of used medicine. to yeah, they're used to gambling with other people, money, bankrupting people. It's time to get a bit of taste of your own medicine. Yeah, I that's mean, that's I the truth. I mean, candid. What's your thoughts on it? I personally think it's not going to happen again. This is a once in a kind of a. Uh, um, the lifetime that this this kind of event was going to happen. So for anyone that invested beforehand or at the right time, fantastic. But then there was there was my sister even came up to me. She was like, "Oh, have you heard about um, you know Reddit and GameStop? Start investing, investing." I'm like, "I'm like, darling, babe, you can't do that now, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, it's it's been and gone now. You know, you you've really reached its peak. I was looking at it and it it was like I think it was twenty six pence per share." boosted all the way down to uh, to 30 pound per share and you're like come on there's no like i was hoping i was hoping people weren't just jumping on the bandwagon either because at the wrong time people that don't necessarily are not educated on this and i can tell you probably a lot of people yeah they just follow suit on what other people are doing so um i think there's a lot of winners in this especially the person who had the first most most shares in it but then there's a lot of losers i believe as well in this but yes it's a really good form of way of like going against the elites. I think it was absolutely brilliant. But I think yeah, it, it was. It was that because a lot of people when um there were some videos that came out about this and they were asking them, Are you in this for the money? And a lot of people saying, I'm not even in this for the money. I'm just in it because of what's happened, because it's just made people cry. As in mm. the big people. And you know, I think that's you know, they've been doing that for a lot of companies. So they you know, the worst thing is they bank that goes down. So they make sure that, oh, yeah, this company's failing. We're going to make sure we grab it at a low cost, bump it up, and then make so much money out of it. But they've been doing this for so long, and now it's been all shown to light. I mean, this is something that has been happening, but not been shown on this type of scale. And because of the internet, it's like you're not doing anything wrong. It's just everyone has the open market. But then as Harvest saying, you're going to be struck to a point where you won't even be allowed to because you're going to have some sort of clause. Because these are big, you know, these are fat cats. They're going to make sure that you don't get nothing. 100%. I mean, Harv, what are you going to do about it? You're going to go make sure, you know, you get some stocks in. 
it's it's too late for stuff like GameStop, like like uh, Candid said. You know, you have to get these trends early, and you have to be part of the the groups that initially started off. Mm. But um, I also agree with I don't think it's going to happen too many times because they're not going to allow it to happen again like this. When but they do it themselves. Lose. I don't get it. Yes, they do it themselves. So it's almost why like, is it that? It's like they say, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Isn't it? Like they have that license of the, the freedom to do it whenever they want. But if because they're losing billions, like there was a one of the companies, that, one of the main ones, they lost like two and a half billion yeah. in this. And they've claimed for a government bailout, which we'll probably probably get, to be honest. Sore losers. Yeah. Now, I, I just don't... all up in the video, man. Yeah. yeah they're going to bring in a regulation where they're going to say, we have to protect the banks and all this sort of stuff. And uh, I don't think it's going to happen too many times now. Because you know what? Right now, with the way the economy is, a lot of places are closing. So they're banking on this quite a lot. I'm guessing that's why it probably came to light. Because everyone's not doing anything. They're just they're trying to find another means of making money and they found one. That's probably yeah. why ASOS that's probably why ASOS bought Top Shop. Their ship was that's, that's our next segment. That's our next segment. <laughs> we could go into that actually. I mean that that is one of the reasons. That that that's something we could talk about, but that's probably one of the reasons why these big, you know, these companies or like even just small time people, they made so much money. Like that guy that we just heard, he made ten thousand out of the you know the money he made. I'm sure he probably only put a little bit in, and he made so much back. So other people did as well. But I just think that you know they shouldn't do it. There's not a reason for them to do it. They do it themselves. It's it's not right. It's not right. But Robin Hood should be shot though for the, what they did. They yeah. let everyone use. They let everyone use the app, and then they stop people from using it. That's wrong. They profited more from this than anyone, really. Yeah, because obviously everyone would have downloaded it. And obviously people would have... Um, I know it's a free-to-use app, but um, does it take some sort of commission if you make money? I don't know. Yeah, so they take their commissions from the trade when you eventually cash out. <clears throat> so they'll take a small yeah. percentage of that. They make, they, so they're looking to make money off this as well. Yeah, but I think yeah, it was they, they must have a partnership, too. though. They must have a partnership. Stop um stop people buying the stock when it was going up was was a horrible thing to do. Yeah, you know to freeze people's accounts and stuff like that. That's you know, it's not not great. Yeah, I mean, we're just gonna have to see. I mean, hopefully something like this ends up. I mean, it'll be funny to see after this talk what happens after in regards to regulations and stuff. But you know, going from GameStop, which was failing at one point now up. Um, going on to what Ron was talking about. So next topic is uh, the fact that ASOS bought Topshop. Uh, Top um, that was a big move when I heard it. It just happened randomly. I mean, before we continue, let's hear Sky News and hear what they have to say about it. For a certain generation, it's hard to overstate Topshop the icon. But on high streets, it's soon to be history. It was once the most modern millennial trendsetter, but Topshop, Topman and Miss Selfridge have been sold to a new kind of retail giant. ASOS has bought the brands. The 70 stores will likely shut. And that means the loss of up to 2,500 jobs. Joanne's is one. She joined Topshop aged just 16. She's worked there for 35 years and was made redundant three days after Christmas. Left time, big time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I have to say, I didn't really, ex- I knew we were in administration, but to be fair, with a brand like Topshop, I thought we were safe. I can't believe um, that this has happened every day. You're sort of thinking, God, is it true? Has it sank in yet? You know, oh, it's terrible feelings. So Topshop has obviously uh, now been sold. Uh, as obviously Top Man and Miss Selfridge is the Arcadia group. I mean, this is obviously another thing to show that the high street is dying. High street's gone, man. Literally, we're not going to have any any proper high street stores in the future, I think. I think it's all going to be like online. I think they're going to be online stores coming into the high street. That's how it's going to work now. So ASOS will suddenly appear one shop on the high street. I mean, what's your what's all your thoughts on how this is going to go. What do you think? 
Ron, what about them being taken over? Yeah, yeah, about them, taken being, over? about them being taken over. The high street's dying. I mean, we're going into a world now where there might not be a high, the high street, street has been dying, though. It has been dying, and it's been dying for years, to be honest. Not all of the high street's been dying, but there's certain shops that have been dying, so it's inevitable, really. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, King. I think it's inevitable. Um, this was going to happen. However, it's just with COVID, it just sped things uh, uh, crazy. Yeah. You shouldn't have. And I know councils were still trying to do regeneration projects, like Hounslow, for instance, where they were going to put a cinema, you know, and build, uh, you know, and put more high street stores. Mate, that down. cinema was like Dr. Dre's detox, but never happened. <laughs> we'll talk. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. cinema was Dr. Dre's exactly, detox. Exactly, man. Never. But they now... always, I swear they said it like fucking 10 years ago, bro. You're going to get a cinema here. And I'm like, I still don't see it. You know what I mean? Like, but, yeah, um, no, I hear that, man. But yeah, it's, it, I think COVID has definitely sped things up real quick. And yeah, we are now going to be just. It's the digital age now, isn't it? We could go out to and we could do our food shop. And even then we can yeah. do that online. It's a shame though, isn't it? To think that. It is a shame. Uh, like, there's shame times where you our, go our out. Lives, yeah, our lives. When we were like younger in school and stuff, we were all going down the high street and going going to stores that there. But it is a shame. And I and I agree with what King said. This was going to be inevitable. Because when companies know that they can just sell directly to the consumer and cut out the middleman of shipping to the stores, they're saving themselves a lot of money and moving stuff online, you're, it's minimal effort, less people, less maintenance. It just makes your life a lot easier. It's it's like buying clothes now is almost as easy as just, or, or trainers is just as easy as buying your food from a supermarket. But don't you think that like Arcadia and Debenhams, they're just too slow to come to the party? 100%. Yes. And I, and, and I, I think Debenhams I, yeah. was. Debenhams was 100%. Yeah. I said the Debenhams, same. Yeah. Every time I walked in at Debenhams, there was nothing I, there that really stood out for me sometimes. Like, yeah. I, I was like a top, but then the top's like ridiculous amount. Like, a, fair enough. Maybe it's not for me. Maybe the consumer is not me. Maybe it's more richer folk. But then you got people that will do that online. It's your, they don't need to come to Debenhams anymore. I think also, I think they appealed more to like, say, the age range, age bracket between yeah, 40 onwards. Um, they didn't yeah. have the right fittings for anyone that wanted to be kind of trendy at times. You know, suits was decent, you know. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, it wasn't much of a range, put it that way. So what are you saying? Like, would you say they're more like a glorified M&S? Yeah, I think that's, yeah. that's, that's the way to put it, yeah. 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 The only thing keeping M&S afloat is the food. The food, exactly. Well, whoever did that, well, they need a gold star. Too, yeah, you know, to be they, fair, yeah, their food no, is nice. You can't deny it. Like, go, like going to what you were saying before, it's their reaction, like not moving on with the times. You know, yeah. Debenhams was the same. Debenhams was the same. Didn't move in with the times. Didn't have a, a functioning online site. Primark got away with it because of how big they are, but they never had an online site before, and now, and now they've now they've got a fully functioning online site. And I think it's. Just, it shows that the powers of stuff like ASOS, or like let's say Boohoo. I don't know if you lot know about Boohoo. I'm actually, yeah, um, I was actually going to play something. So carry yeah. on, and I'll play it. I'll play. It. If you're, if you think about the power of ASOS and Boohoo and all, all of those online companies, they don't have to have physical stores, so they don't have to have thirty stores dotted around. It's, it, it, they just sell online and simple. Cut out the middleman. They're saving themselves a lot of money. I mean, I'll give you my example, right? But before we continue, let's hear also about Boohoo, because if anyone doesn't know, Boohoo also brought Debenhams, uh, the the stock, so like all the clothes and branding, but they did not buy the stores as well. So it's very similar to Topshop. Um, so let's just hear this and then we'll go from there. Now, this shift to internet shopping is nothing new, but without doubt, it has been accelerated by the pandemic and experts say there's no way back. What we've seen with the news from Boohoo and ASOS this morning is this clear indication that they see that not only has the growth been online during the pandemic, but it's going to stay there. And they're looking at ways in which to extend their platforms into different marketplaces. I think what that's going to mean for the high street, when you start to think about the vacancy rates with Debenhams, 
Topshop, the rest of the Arcadia group not being there, is potentially in the very short term, we could start to see maybe vacancy rates of a third or even maybe one in two stores of those major retail collectives until we can start to see this balance out. That means we've got an urgent cry for some restoration of the high street. The solution isn't going to be just pure retail, but it has to be something to make sure that we've still got places to be when we're able to actually be a community once more and be together. So I think that uh, that was Kate Hardcastle. She's like an MBE and all the retail analysts and all that stuff. I think she kind of hit the nail on the head. Is that, you know, if you're going to have a store in the high street, it needs to be accessible to two types of people. It needs to be available to two types of people that want to go in because obviously you never know you may need to go to the bank and obviously you can do your banking online as well but once everything goes back up the high street will be picked up again so they, they need to create that merge so that you can go to the high street get what you need but also get it online like maybe go to the high street oh you know what this is not in my size oh yeah you know what we can just order it right now and you'll get sent to your house i think they're dreaming honestly my opinion so? i think i think they're dreaming there is the high street, it will never become what it was before because of how how accessible online shopping is now. Like don't get don't get me wrong, I'm I like the high street, I'm for high street, but I can't see it regenerating because it's too easy and too like there's no hassle with online shopping. From if you're buying, let's say for example, you're but buying that's mad, man. There's we, no there's we no got... we're we're a society of lazy people. It's it's easy for us, it's easy for us to order food through our phone. It's easier for to order clothes through our phone without even leaving the house. There's we we like I think it's a culture that we live in where we're just comfortable with our own little zones. Okay, okay. Question to you guys. Question to you guys. Yeah, before this pandemic, did you ever go out to High Street to buy clothes? It's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard for me to say because I work. In, in like high street, high street yeah, but you you might have like gone not in your store particularly, but let's say if because you were just there, you know, in your vicinity, because obviously sports you were right direct, next to high Sports Direct is the king of that. Sports Direct is the king of that stuff. Where you go out, you see a sports direct, you're going anyway, just to look. That's how yeah. like that's why we were like you would go to those type of stores i mean what what do you think about places like matalan and stuff like that do you think they're going to survive or they're going to die as well no matalan's gone nah, they're dying they're dying any of those stores that haven't moved on with the times of getting themselves yeah. a viable online they, they've site, been online for be ages they've been online for but a while it's, it's about being like if you if you're if your customer service is also good in matalan also delivery times and everything like that that's how you base your online store and plus the yes. stock you have if your stock is not desirable to people yeah it's your target audience then yeah like, it's hard you know, ASOS and Boohoo is on Instagram every you know every, on everyone's feed that's your generation yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's that generation. generation that just look at stuff like that like JD Sports are on there and stuff like that but Madeline and stuff like that they're nowhere to be seen like Argos is nowhere to be seen that's going to be gone soon yeah Candid said it was your age rate. It's your age group yeah. that you got. So you got to look as at. Like, going, as people are going older, like people like myself, I'm not going too ooh. much to High Street. I'm going now and then, but the younger people would not even bother going to High Street probably because they. Yeah, can but I was it's thinking a, there would be like a small surge after the pandemic because people have an appreciation for the High Street again. But it looks like by the time we get out of it, there won't be a High Street to save. No, it's not, it's, think, it's yeah. 100% true because the high street now, most of the time as you go through high street, you see your you see the shops you want to go in, but it's always taken up by a Starbucks, a Pret, some sort of independent mm. coffee shop. That's all you get to see, or small cafes and everything like that. You don't, so is that is basically the high street going to turn to all restaurants? It's, look, like, what should we say? And look at look at yeah, and back. Look at Stains, for example. The amount of shops they got rid of in Stains. And replace them with restaurants is insane. Like they took the shops. Stains are still things, busy though. But but yeah, for restaurants, majority, but for of, restaurants, majority of food courts, isn't it? Like it's food. It's food. Like, I've, I've been I've been stains and it's always like what well, then before COVID though this was. There was always random on Saturday Sunday. It's food. It's yeah, yeah, I used to work. Food. We used to work in stains. It used food. to be always rammed. I mean, I don't. Yeah, know. that's what I'm saying. I mean, we, we, we I've been there a few times as well. 
But what we're saying is, it's not shops as that busy sell, as it used like, to be. Yeah. It's not. It's not shops. It's not shops that sell goods. It's shops that sell food. It's a different <laughs> type of like busyness with that. When you want high streets to have in the like, you know, back in the day they'll have the the guy in the independent shop that will like cut keys or repair watches and stuff like that, like independent jewelers. Now it's just wagamamas like. No, but that's what that's what exactly what I was about to come to. I think then when it comes to more of a niche type store, um, where it's not everywhere, that's where independent might thrive because the, these stores are, they're not they're the not rent. big. Yeah, depending on the depending on the rent of what the or the person is charging the high street will, de- yeah. will determine whether hey, the high street's dying, these people are gonna have to drop their rent because they're gonna have nothing to sell to, nobody to sell to. But yeah. then, yeah, we, that's hundred percent true. Like you would, you it's it would take someone quite brave, in my opinion, to go set up an independent store on the high street right now, because there's so much un- uncertainty in terms of setting yeah. the setting up. If you don't have the financial backing to it, you're not going to survive a month. True. Maybe you just got to have like that, uh, create that buzz that this, you know, this area is just this. So when you go there, everyone would just go there for all these. Well, that's why stores. you know you move, That's why you look at Instagram as a great platform to promote everything you need to do. Man, because people even sell on Instagram now, don't they? That's what I mean. You know, it's like well, it's a digital market, isn't it? As you guys it's, said, it's, it's, all, yeah. it's, it's evolving and changing, man. Maybe like said, that sounds like we're going to move to digital digital currency soon as well. Oh, everyone but, knows that's coming. Everyone, everyone knows that's Bitcoin, coming. all the crypto. Everyone knows it's coming, man. But what? Yeah. But, but, the is going to hundred pounds now, right? Hundred pounds. Oh, yeah. Apple Pay's unlimited. Am I am I wrong? I don't know. I, don't I think I don't Apple, Apple Pay's unlimited. I, I don't know. Apple. You need to sort that out, but okay. Nah, fuck Apple. Yes, <laughs> mate. Yes, <laughs> fuck Android. Fuck Apple. <laughs> Cheap ass fucking. No, it's like, uh, Fuck mate, that shit. come off it. It's like you fucking rob someone and you're rolling around with a fucking. Listen, half candid, yeah. Your Android users back me up, man. Back me up. You can't really talk to Apple users. They're all hypnotized with the product. Exactly. It's a hypnotizing product. You're hypnotizing. You're hypnotizing. It's the same shit every year. Mate, what is the cost of a deposit for a car, bro? Unnecessarily. Your phone is deposit for a car. Your phone's the price of a 67 You're corrupted by conspiracy. I'll tell you what. If I want to go to a scrapyard and build a... It's still made in China, bro. It's a fine I don't get it. Fine. Korea, actually, Samsung. There's nothing premium about it either now, to be honest. It was designed by angels. It was designed by angels. Premium. It was handed down to us. It was handed down to us. Exactly. But anyway, oh, guys, let's bring one. it. Let's bring it back to the high street story. So, this is yeah, obviously going on. off on a tangent. I mean, I think we could all assume we actually don't know how long the high street has left, but it seems like the high street, high dead. street. I think I think it will cool. survive. I think it but will survive. It will be no, but it will. But chosen. See what you got to realize. Some areas like Staines and a few other places, they they've got a select market in certain areas. So the way Staines is laid out, you've got accommodation on top, I believe flats on top and then you've got a few shops around and a lot of areas I know are using that using that is exactly pro- the same, yeah, exactly the same. Go. so it's, it's, it's probably going to have it but just limited oh but, yeah, yeah. I'll, I get what you mean I... so like kind of like uh, yeah kind of like Felton, it's basically right? going to yeah. be to develop more properties yeah it's going to make yeah. way for properties basically 100%, but do you, 100%. let me ask you this do you guys think with the high if they talk about high street style well we know what high streets are do you reckon the central London, those type of shops, will they be will they be affected through all of this? I don't know, man. They get the tourism. Yeah, yeah. central London, but they get story. the tourism. Pe- people will spend be just okay. because people will spend because they're just in in a London store. Let's say they come from a different yeah. country, right? Like, just I went into that suite, I've done the Kingdom of Sweets. That's ridiculous, bro. Where is that? That, 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 that's, that's like yeah, powerful there. sweets, bro. That's ridiculous. And all these tourists and I, going and in and there I buying spent, bags of shit. And I spent, I spent it myself, bro. It cost, it cost $9.99 for a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, $9.99? $9.99, bro. $9.99. They're pounded up. That's all going to change, though, now with the trade stuff changing, Ooh. so you never know. I think Central will be fired because of the tourism. Yeah. I think, I think if, you, if you've... I mean, then, like stores, like stores will still disappear. Like Debenhams is going to disappear. What's going to take over? No Actually, one cares. No, you're, you're in Central London, though. Someone will buy it. Well, Debenhams store is gone. Isn't Debenhams bought by um, what's his face? Is it Mike Ashley? Was it Boohoo? Who did Mike Ashley buy? House of Frasier. 
House of Fraser, and they got a massive one in Central London, haven't they? Yeah. You know, he's another these small he's companies. He's a sly one. Yeah? These small companies that don't represent any bit of the brand, they're buying these brands. It's madness. Well, but then it's kind of like point. they stopped Mike Ashley from buying Debenhams because they didn't want to monopolize everything. Well, his what he does is he buys companies for the brands that they that they can yeah. stock and adds them to his stores. So you look at um, let's say flannels. I think he's another store called Flannels. Yeah, they 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 stock high end designer merchandise which he purchased from other companies who had access to stock as well. Yeah, that's like House of Fraser being one of them. House of Fraser, yeah, he would he's, he's, he's got their, that just for the suppliers. He's there, he's got their he's got their accounts now. Like yeah. that's that's his account. You, you're gonna walk in a sports director and see a trainer for like thousand pounds. But but it wouldn't <laughs> be. Flannel stores are be, nice though. There's a flannel in Watford. It's quite nice. There's a um, flannel store that just opened in Kingston just before yeah. the um, pandemic. So he's honest, putting money behind it. these stores exist. No, they. I won't tell you. They sell like high end stuff. It's yeah, like really seven, eight hundred pounds. They got like bounces in the store and shit. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's quite high end stuff. Quite high end, like Gucci oh, trainers and all the stuff like that. I don't. I don't really fucks with all of that shit. Yeah, one because I can't you know really what? afford it. But you know, I think it's something that we can't really do. You know, it's just we're just gonna have to wait and see it out. You bring know? Like, bring back the high street western you know? was American Dream Store, Hounder High Street, legendary. Mate, man, we're just gonna have to see how that works. But Woolworths, you know, you good, used luck, to work good, in luck, good luck, good luck, good, good luck. Oh, mate, Woolworths, I worked in Woolworths. Man. You I worked in Woolworths, right? You yeah. worked in Woolworths. I was part of the legends, mate. <laughs> yeah, I, was... I worked there. It was a nice place. Woolworths had everything, but unfortunately, blockbuster. Blockbuster, it just didn't. Man. Again, it's like what you said; they didn't keep up with the times, and they lost. So. Again, it's the same routine, it's the same spiral that's happening. Again, let's hope the new stores or the stores that already exist, they learn from it and they make themselves better in regards to online. And, you know, they need to some sort of hybrid put together so that it works both ways. And I, I have a feeling that that will come into play because the market's crying, the Michael market's crying for it. So someone's going to bring it. Like Amazon like, has got it. Amazon. And then speaking of Amazon, you know, we're going to now move on to the next topic. Um, Jeff Bezos, he uh, has left as CEO of Amazon. Oh, you know, that, that he's was... Taking, he's taking a different position, so he's still getting paid. Yeah, he's, he's so still... Yeah, so, he's still I mean, got shares in a pop- Before we continue, before we continue, I'll just play something uh, about Jeff Bezos and we'll take it from there. Jeff Bezos. Now, Jeff Bezos will be stepping down and giving his position to a guy named Andy Jassy, which that guy is already Amazon's web services CEO. Now, if you think about it, the online business for Amazon is what's making all the money. So for the web services CEO to now become Amazon CEO is not that scary. You would be concerned who the next CEO is going to be. Are they going to continue making the stock prices go up? Are they going to have the vision that Jeff Bezos has? And the truth is, this guy will, Andy will, because he's been with Amazon since 1997, and he's actually already the CEO, like I said, for Amazon's web services. So, it makes sense for, you know, the new guy. <laughs> What's his name? I've forgotten his name now. Who's the new guy that's taken over? I totally forgot. But, um, or something like that. I mean, it makes, it makes a lot of sense for basically him to what did he say andy something isn't it he will i think he said he said andy something didn't he andy Sassies or something like that yeah. yeah so andy says so i mean it makes sense for him to basically become ceo if he was the ceo of the web developing team so but what does that what does that say about you know you got people like elon musk still in the play you got people like richard branson i mean he's still there as well i think he's still ceo correct why am I wrong? Of Virgin, um, I think he is, yeah. I think he is. He hasn't stepped down from there. We know Bill Gates has stepped down. And now, all of a sudden, he's the largest producer of farmers. Or he's got the most farmland. That's surprising. I think he he, he stepped down for political reasons, really. Um, I don't know, man. But now he's like some vaccine say political, farmer guy. Like, what what is he trying to be? I don't understand it. Who? Bill Gates. Because well, he, he's owned, he's now, yeah. he's now, he's he said he's the, they said he's the largest owner of farmland in the US. So you mean farmland? Hard though, they like farmland. Yeah, 
Yeah, but why? Why? Farmland. Why? What's he trying to do? I don't know. Mate. I don't really you know. know. Why, why, I don't know what to say about like farmland. Like, makes no sense. Sure. I mean, I obviously, know. It, basically, you know, farmland, you know, where people farm and yeah, make crops. I, think, and I don't stuff. even know. We, we understand what farmland is. I don't know. It sounded like you didn't, did it? <laughs> no, we could be doing I was, like, I was um... thinking to myself, nah, man, do I have to actually explain this? <laughs> No, I'm just like I, I don't really understand why he's buying farmland. I don't really know why. But that's what I mean. It's it's a bit of a fishy thing. Like, what, is he trying to create his own? You never know. He could be making like he's prototype farms where they're run by machines rather than people. Microsoft up a pizza hut down there. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. this is this is going through the you know the CEO topic. I mean, you know, someone he's literally this year or last year he made you know so much money like 125 billion or something like that yeah and you know for him to just step down after all this i mean what does that say for ceos i mean he hasn't stepped down like he's He's changed position executive chairman you think he's still going to be really he's he's not doing he's not doing anything new and let's be real no no one's going to go against his word if they if he doesn't like an idea he's not going to let them do it it's a very billionaire ideology, all, isn't it? Like, yeah. All, all the big projects still have to be run by run past him. Yeah. Um, you know, like your, you know, your up... Amazon one-stop shop, yeah. you know, all these grocery stores, all of that, it's all going to be put past him before anything else. I mean, the worry yeah. would be if he if he was getting rid of his shares or yeah, giving it to charity. Oh, he, he wouldn't give that's up his shares. No exactly. Way. He's just chilling out. He, to be honest, he's I thinking, mean, well, you know what? I might as well let someone else. Do you, yeah. Yeah. Also, do you reckon they're just making... Do you reckon they're just making, like, blowing this topic out of proportion? Like, the, the media, they're looking way too into it. Could it could be, because... It's, it's, not, it's not that deep. It's yeah. not I, that think, deep. I think it's more of a shock factor, the fact that he's made so much money and all of a sudden he's just stepped down with it. It's just, he's still making money from yeah, it. Yeah, he's still, he's still making his money. I just think it's just the way the media has portrayed it, like, he's actually left, but he hasn't. And that's what they're kind of like going for clickbait and all these articles and stuff. You see online, Jeff, Jeff Bezos steps down, but he has actually stepped down. He's just gone into a different position, has more time now to do other stuff. This guy that's coming in, I reckon they're going to push web services a lot more now. They already have, but I reckon they're going to yeah, push 100%. web services a lot more now. They need to fucking but sort what, their what, shit what out as well are, on Amazon. What else are they? What, what do they need to sort out? They need to, okay. prime, is, prime is bollocks, bro. If you go and look at Prime Video, no, no, no. Okay, let me let me explain. If you go on Prime Video yeah, and you go look at something you want to watch, why do you have to pay for it still? Oh, it's yeah, free yeah, to me. There's a tab at the top that you can. Click I know, on yeah, yeah, but it shouldn't be like that. Don't show it to me. It gives I you the it. option though. If you do want to watch oh. something, you can pay for it. But if, you know, no, but why would I pay for it? That's not the point. I pay for Prime already. No, but how then can, there's certain things that are like, for example, Netflix don't have every single title. Amazon has access to every single title. Some of them. You, you can pay, pay for, like, for example, cinema yeah. releases. No, you can just pay no, for the money. No, but, but saying that, I hate but, that but saying that, you said about the button on the top. See, that's that's interesting because I've seen I've got I've been using Amazon Prime for a long time, right? And I've seen you know that button that you click on your phone where it says only display free. That's not always available on every device. So really? some devices, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah you it's can't actually a really. recent thing. They haven't really. Um, I think you should promote it before. Include, yeah, See, I didn't know that. that. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can mm. only do that. I mean, I could do it on my mobile, but I can't do it on my TV or certain or tablets. Or tablet. Yeah. Oh, it would be oh, if they okay, did that, that. Yeah, but I guess they're, they're trying bothered. to advertise, really, isn't it? I just want to watch Rush Hour One and Two without having to pay for it. Rush Hour. I think the reason why you have to pay. I think the reason you have, have to pay is because they actually haven't bought that um, themselves, so they don't own it. They got um, enough fucking money. Let them buy it. Buy everything. They got enough fucking money. No, I think that's that's the reason. That's the reason why you have to pay for something. Shit, bro. You know what I mean? I'm paying you. Give me that fucking movie. Exactly. They they have to get the license. I think all of this comes down to licensing. Available on other platforms. I don't give a fuck. I'm paying you nine. Like Netflix don't have all the movies in the world. They just advertise that. Yeah, but then if you want to watch, yeah, but don't. Don't give me a meal of hope by showing it and then saying I have to pay three pounds. No, I think it's a great um, business tool that. to have to, to say, like, hey, you know what? We'll dangle this thing here. Someone's going to buy it. But it's not on Netflix. That's money level. for us. I'm not even like, it's nowhere near Netflix level. It Netflix will raise their price anyway. Yeah, but, but they're just too good, mate. Netflix yeah, is I'm too pretty, good. I think definitely pretty good. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm waiting for HBO Max though. When's that coming out? I don't know. Uh, that, oh, is that a new one? I don't know. Man. I think HBO Max. I'm waiting for HBO Max. 
October, they initially said this year. But <laughs> no, man, we're, still, we're still being locked down, so it don't really matter. Yeah. Mate, I'm definitely sure waiting for that four-hour four Justice League R-rated. Can, you know what? Let's not talk about confirmed, that on this show, Confirmed please. today, R-rated. <laughs> it's fucking shit, man. Let's see, let's see. Oh, nothing that shit Star Wars. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> Fuck Star Wars. Fuck Star Wars. Oh, my God. Star Wars Sorry, is good, man. I don't want to say fuck Star Wars to the old, the old, old school ones. The new ones, mate. Oh, Some of the new ones were pretty, like the Han Solo one was pretty bad. Yeah. But old ones are classic, by the way. The old ones yeah. are just... No, but Rogue, Rogue, Rogue one, one was brilliant. Rogue One was brilliant. I'm sorry, I can't knock it. That was Rogue good. Was brilliant. But I listen, didn't like guys, the new one. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I was going to say, let's move on to another topic. So, um, one other topic, um, which I know King is waiting to talk about, I'm sure you guys... Oh, you could talk about it. It's big. Is that, is that Premier League are now um, including players when they get concussions, that people are allowed two extra subs. Before we continue, let's hear a little uh, snippet of what Sky News had to say about it. The Premier League shareholders have agreed to trial concussion substitutes and our reporter Garrett Hughes has been across this story for us. So Garrett, bring us the details on this decision and what else was on the agenda for today's meeting then? Yeah, this uh, you, you may recall just before Christmas that the, the Premier League voted in principle to uh, adopt concussion substitutions. Um, IFAB, which is the International Football Association Board, uh, they were implementing a trial all the so that the, the protocols for that were, were, were agreed before them. Um, what is not happening though, is that the trials don't begin immediately. There are still some details to be, uh, to be ironed out, given that it is all about player welfare. And also, also there are some privacy issues around medical data, etc., for the players. But this is what will happen though, is that the Premier League have now officially voted on this, signed off that concussion substitutions will be used in the Premier, Premier League. What that means is uh, two additional substitutions if a concussion substitution is allowed. And that can be reciprocated for the opposition as well. So if one side has two, uh, two concussion substitutes, then the opposition side is allowed to make two substitutions as well. Let's make this very clear. This is in addition to whatever normal substitutions may be made during a game. Now, the reason why we can't get a date yet from the Premier League well, I'll cut it there because that was actually older mm. than what's happened. It actually has been said that this is now going to go into play from the 6th of February, I think. 6th of, yeah, 6th of February. Um, that's the first game is going to be put in. But that's interesting because now that's changed the whole football game, right? Do you guys agree? They should have, should have changed the age of the game, mate. But that's died. changed the whole game because now if someone gets a head injury, you're allowed two substitutions from both sides, which I think can change the whole gameplay of how... But then, I personally don't think it needs to be two. I think it should be able to be one. Yeah, yeah. Why, yeah. Why, why I think, two? I think, that's a, two I think it's important. Right. I think yeah. it is On top important. Of your three additional subs. Yeah. But maybe they 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 count. They maybe they're doing it for like let's say it's a big player, right? And the players that you don't have aren't you know because the main people you would have put on are your main players most of the time. And let's say one you know two or one of your main players goes, and you got two players which are not as good as that player. Maybe that's the reason why they've done it. That's- that's yeah, so judgmental. That's so judgmental. So you're you're not as good as that player. You're shit. You two equal that one player. Well, bro, they that's are. They're shit players and they're not, innit? They're shit players and they aren't. Everyone says it. Everyone says it. I mean, you got Abamian, and then you. No, but this is all about. But you know what? Listen, let's let's not. Yeah, and let's say it's only a trial anyway. I mean, they're going to improve it anyway if if it doesn't sort of. They need to do one or two because, like I said, you can always sort of. How do you know if that player's down? That is. You know, physio or doctor's not saying, "Oh, yeah, just you know, do a little bit of that, and you'll come off, and you can do the free sub." So it's about how you. I mean, how, yeah, how are they supposed to diagnose that? it on the field? But that's what I mean. It's they, a trial. They do it. They do it in. They do it in mm. rugby already. They do it in. They they diagnose players on the pitch of rugby. Already. Yeah, but the rugby players, you know, they're, they're a bit more honest than footballers. More, yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred. Yeah. No, but bear in mind, you can get a head. You can get a severe head injury by headering just a ball. Bear that in yeah. mind. The high, you know, it is. It is important. Like to look after, but like you guys oh, said, 100%. I think two is excessive. Maybe is it a trial to see? Yeah, I think they need to do I something. Then again, you can look at it like there doesn't really have to be a limit because, say, if two players clash heads, that's two yeah. gone already. So if they're two teammates that clash heads by accident, yeah, yeah. that's two that gone to be, already. 
we just gonna have everyone running around. Oh yeah, they hit heads again. They need two people out. It happens, you know. There's, 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 but there's collisions that happen. You know, perfect example is is like you know the collision between was it Edison and Mane last year? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think I think. Jimenez, Jimenez was a quite yeah, serious Jimenez. one as well. Um, who's what the other, I think what Roger's saying is if it's two players on the same team, right? Mm. So if two but what, players what on the like, same team, then it's like... What I'm trying, what I'm trying to get at is like, this is this whole stuff has been... I know they're trying to put their players, but we've been, we've been playing... Football's been playing for over 100 years now. Like, stuff has happened. Why why now suddenly change it? What's what's change, What's put in their mind that, that, need, that this needs to be changed? Well, maybe because they're going to get a backlash of concussion, you know, stuff. You know, yeah. It, what was that Will Smith music movie that had it? Uh, you know, it got, it gets, oh, it's going to get brought to light. Yeah, it's going to get brought yeah. to light at one yeah. point. You, so they're probably getting. Do you know ahead what the, the Do you know what the worry? Do you know what the worry is? Also, is the the endangered sort of like the very dangerous tackles that some players do and who end their career, like some of the tackles. That needs to that needs to be addressed more. That needs, than the, yeah. the, that needs to be addressed more than the concussion yeah. stuff because that's crazy to, as well. Like, I don't know what, what do they have? That. They have a red card which spans them for a game or but something, it, right? It needs it needs to be tougher. I know these people make mistakes, and it's time. And but there needs to be some sort of liability. There it, ha- to it has to be because uh, effectively. Well, okay, taking... okay. For people that don't know, if you get a red card, what happens to that player? Right? Yeah, now yeah. that missed game that they do it on, it could be a most vital game, and then they're not there to like put that power. We've seen it loads of times that if a main player or one of the main players ain't there, it could affect the game drastically. Correct? Yeah, but that's that's yeah, then due to their due to their due to their fault, they yeah, now but, cost their team to go forward. But if that player that got a red card Tackled the the opponent and put him out for a whole season, is is one game is one game enough punishment? I think there needs to be more done. Like you know, when you have a, a serious challenge and it's a horrible tackle, and the person gets away with it, he, there needs to be retrospective bans. Like he can yeah, get banned after be. the game, and it doesn't it get looked at be. after the game finishes. They forget about it, and I That's think they they've got all this video yeah. technology now, and it's ruining the game. They have to keep. Consistent gonna, yeah, they have to be consistent with every decision they do. VAR, yeah. all of that stuff has become. Yeah, what what it's, it's would you guys think? What would you guys think then is the appropriate punishment for a player if they end up knocking someone out? Hit them, hit them in, hit them in their pockets. Take money away from them. That's the only way that they will learn. That if you start mm-hmm. taking money, that's quite money, interesting. Actually, like a fine, like a fine. If yeah. you find them, hundred percent, because I think I'm pretty sure. They now make people more careful. They find people. Well, it would be because what what hurts you more than if 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 you're getting fined in your pocket? Like you lot, you lot's got parking fines. That hurts enough. Imagine having imagine having your wages docked three months. Yeah, four parking months fine proper hurts. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you, I'll if be like, damn it! I was only there for five minutes. If you if you start hitting their pockets. It will make them think twice about doing stupid shit. Yeah, true. I think that's a good way, Ron. I think, I think also bans. I think I think they need to bring longer up bans. bans. The more the longer more severe bans. the injury and clinical. And oh, then maybe not. Pay. Maybe not the money. Then I don't think they will do that to the. I, I think I the don't money should the, be left I don't, to I don't, the clubs I don't to think decide. The, yeah. I don't think yeah. the money side will be the well, by players' unions and stuff, wouldn't it? Like they'll be. Yeah, like players' unions will get involved, and then they can't do it. I think if if a club does it directly to the player. They have the that, right to do it. If they yeah, can't but, do it directly to a player without... But then I don't see them enforcing reason. fines. I don't see it. Because then they're destroying their own, you know, their own, you know, way of making money. What do you no, think? but they save money. The club will save money from paying that yeah. player. No, I'm talking no, about... I still, as in like I still think there needs the to games. be... Yeah, there needs to be more action. Not fines is not... Yeah, I think, I think you're right. It, King is right as well. It needs to be more than just one ban. It should be you like need two, to, you need to be, you need two or three matches ban. You need to have... No, not even two or three. Yeah, if, it, well, if like it's five. a severe tackle that ends someone's career... And Let's it's say five, five, five games. Nah, if you end someone's career, mate, nah. Why you should have... have... You should... Okay, here's one. You should, if, you, if you if you injure someone for six months, you should be out for six months too if you did a tackle. Yeah, right. I was about to say that. As as, as, as much as he's out, you have to get him out. So you have to be out. To make sure you don't do it. No, there could be things. There could be things like then there's things that crop up, like oh, the weather condition was quite bad. It was quite a damp. No, we're talking about evidently recorded, though. It's evident, like if it's deliberate, like if it's a blatant like, one, like blatant, blatant one. like you're ending like, someone's like, career. Um, 
You look like the one in Neymar, when Neymar got smashed in the back. Or yesterday with McTominay. In oh, the yeah. early one, yeah. yeah, I remember Son's tackle as well. One time, like he did one. Son, yeah, Son. As well. Van Dyke, you know, Pickford, Van Dyke was a Pickford. It was Pickford, wasn't it? Against Van Dyke, took him out. Yeah, but fuck that wasn't intentional. Fuck Liverpool, fuck Liverpool, yeah. Fuck Liverpool, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. You have this. It's a, it's a thin line because yeah, it's hard to. Yeah. Really... It's a hard to find the correct punishment for this. Because you don't know, I think the money ones really hit home because it will make people actually be more aware. But then, will they actually do that? I don't know. Because doing that, then the players will start to think, "Why the fuck am I doing this? I'm gonna retire, man. I'm gonna get fined for some stupid foul, and it's not even my fault. Accident, and I have to then prove it." They're not gonna like it. Yeah. What? What? I if do, it is, if it is would... accidental, then they're gonna take it to that level where they have to pay, and then they're not gonna like that. Hmm. What I would say that needs to be done is if you know when you see. Guys, just to let but... you know, we've got a minute left, you. Wow, just okay. Wow, you anyway. you should have said that before. Candid started talking. No, that's what I'm saying. Candid can still talk a minute. Well, I'm saying they need to be <laughs> where the, there needs to be fines where hands are being putting, you know, where their hands are putting it around their neck, or someone being punched in the face, something like that. That's where you feel like you can actually. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that should be because that's like that's got nothing Violent to do with the that. sport. Nothing yeah, to do with the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a straight yeah. violence. I think that's Burn, Len- Burn Leno. Burn Leno yesterday should be banned for a whole year for what <laughs> stupid shit he did yesterday. <laughs> hey, but it all stemmed. Look, look, there's no excuse for that, right? Apart from he lost <laughs> his head. But it all stemmed from that wab with David Louise. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Burn Leno, why is he getting aggressive? Mate, he didn't need to do that. That was just he was aggressive. He ran aggressive. He, he, aggressive. he cost Arsenal the game. The wrong mate, he's so far out the box. Yeah. Anyway, he's not I even like near the box. He's so far out. It's, you can't excuse whoa, whoa, whoa. that. King, don't talk about Germany's number five keeper, man. That's not fair. <laughs> That's, That's not fair. Rude. That's rude. <laughs> All right, guys, listen. <laughs> we're at, running out of time this week, but yeah, it's been another great conversation. Um I'll definitely do it again next week. But thank you, King. Thank you, got you, no, you got no choice. You force us to. No, I don't force no one. We want to the farmers in India. We got. We got. We'll do it. No, honestly, we'll do that next week because that's something I really want to talk about. So definitely next week we'll definitely put some uh, emphasis on that. Um, but King, Harv, Ron, Candid. Thank you very much for joining this week. And thank you for listening. Uh, follow us at VibesWeekly underscore UK uh, on Instagram. And thank you very much. And we'll catch you next week. Vibes. Weekly. Vibes. Weekly. Vibes. Weekly. Vibes. Weekly.